welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Leeds Beckett University is home to 11 academic schools. Today's episode focuses on the School of Health and Community Studies. Students here study courses in health promotion, nursing and healthcare, psychological therapies and mental health, social work and children, young people and families, along with another list of additional specialisms. If you are passionate about helping people to maintain the best possible health and quality of your life, or fighting inequality and protecting the vulnerable, then the School of Health and Community Studies is for you. All their research and teaching contributes to this commitment. Many of the undergraduate and postgraduate taught courses are professional body accredited and supported by the latest academic thinking from their research. All their academics have worked in health, public health or social care, and many still maintain their professional practice to ensure that we maintain a strong link between our teaching and the demands of the professional workplace. Joining us today, we have Hannah studying adult nursing and Maya studying work with young people, children and families. Can you remember back to your first day of when you joined the university? Can you tell us about what it's like, whereabouts in the campus your course is situated, people you met, the lecturers, just give us a real good impression of what your first day was like. Maya, we'll start with you if that's okay. Well, I'm situated on city campus near the Rose Bowl. I'm in pretty much all the buildings on city campus. I remember my first day, I was, yeah, I was very nervous, but everyone was actually really friendly and the lecturers were really nice and they helped us out quite a lot. And they didn't put a lot of stuff on for the first week. It was more just you go in, meet people. They didn't really throw you in, which was good. Excellent. So how many hours were you in for that first week then? What kind of stuff did they have you doing? From what I remember, I was in for three days and we did stuff like team building exercises, just little bits on what the course is about. We also did activities as a group as well. I think it was mainly that first week was just to get to know each other, get to know the tutors and also your course mates. Are you from Leeds originally? No, I'm from Grantham. Grantham. So obviously straight on the the train up is a bit easier for you to come that way. Only an hour on the train. So what was it like then coming to Leeds? Oh, it was so different. It was it was it was exciting, but so different because you're not used to like the city and yeah. And then learning how to get the buses, I didn't know how to do that because obviously in a small town you just walk everywhere. Not too bad once you get used to it. Again, lead seats and is that we pack a lot into a small space. You can probably walk from one side to the other in about half an hour, forty minutes. But yeah. Again, I say there's a lot packed into there. So Hannah, what about yourself? How, how was your first uh, first day, your first week? What was it like when you first joined Leeds Beckett? I've done my previous degree at Leeds Beckett and then when I came back it was like coming home. Most of my um, lectures are on city campus, mainly in the Leslie Silver building. I just remember feeling really nervous to be back. Obviously I did mine when I was, I finished my first degree when I was 21 and I came back as um, what they call a mature student. I really enjoyed it. The first week was getting stuff ready to go out in practice. So you did a lot of your uniform fittings, NHS emails, that sort of thing. We just sort of got to know each other as well because we're quite a small co-op so we were all getting to know each other we all went out for a meal that first day to get to know each other because with the nursing course obviously half that time 
it's actually based on the wards and quite practical within the, the job isn't it so how how long were you waiting before you were you know, straight in on the wards i think it was about between six and eight weeks and then we went out on his first placement they don't throw you in the deep end the sort of it's more observational you learn the basics you learn how to do observations you know moving and handling and um, you get to understand the way wards work or the community works whatever your placement may be and everybody's really really supportive so if you need any guidance with anything or you're not sure of something there's always somebody to ask all the staff are fantastic you can email them and nine times out of ten within 24 hours they've got back to you so how many hours would you be in on like an average week so that first eight weeks you're in how many hours are you actually in i think the first eight weeks you might be in two or three days a week after that when you're on placement you're just in university one day a week and that runs all the way through the course there might be the odd additional day but mainly it's focused on one full day at uni four days on placement say you did a lecture on COPD or cardiac failure or some disease process you would then have time in the labs to basically have a simulation so you've got a mannequin that looks like a real human and you can treat that patient as if they are real it's an area where you can make a mistake but you're safe when you make that mistake and then there's the staff there to give you the guidance this could be improved or you missed this or it's a good way of learning the the skills that you need been in there a few times with some of our school outreach projects and that that dummy is it's hyper realistic you can literally see uh, the different areas where you can see him breathing from the chest and from from the head you've got the pulses at all the different points of the body as well you have a the separate room where you're being controlled by one of the lecturers and it's it's a little bit scary because you can be in doing a regular check and then they'll throw in a seizure or something and again within that instant you have to go right as you say it's a perfect opportunity to be doing all those checks and to go through that routine and it's but it's part of what you do for your for your job and training just that routine and getting used to everything as you say in such a safe space so what was it like the first time you worked with that dummy then oh it was creepy it really is i remember we were going for a skills lecture and we'd walked past it in one of the rooms and we caught it out the corner of his eye and we actually thought it was a real person sat in the bed because its eyes were moving i just remember thinking god that's freaky it is it's really like realistic you're able to treat it as if it's a real patient. It's not like a doll or whatever. It moves it. It's just, it is, it's creeper, but it's yeah, really good resource. So, Maya, what does your average week look like then? How many hours a week are you in? What kind of work have you been doing so far? And have you had a chance to do any kind of placements or kind of working within the community? So, in first year, we were in three days a week and roughly each day it was only about three or four hours. But it's because you have to do 100 hours placement in your first year alongside your studies. Yeah, so you have 100 hours placement in your first year to do and you can do it at any point across the year. So you could do it on your days off or you could do it as a block over Easter or a block over Christmas, depending on what you do. I actually did mine over the summer period in America for my volunteering in the first year. In second year, you need to do, I think, 120 hours volunteering. I wanted to do it in a primary school, but then, like they said, they can't take on any more volunteers because they weren't sure if they were going to stay open. So I was quite upset about that. Hopefully next year. So when we did go into that point, we went into lockdown. How did you find that? What extra resources were put in place? How often were your lecturers in touch with you? What was it like to go through that? And how have you found it up to this point now? Well, when we were put into lockdown, we pretty much have learned all the content that we needed to at that point. And then it was mainly just assignment support. So we'd still have our lectures at the same time. But instead of the lectures, we'd be doing assignment support over Skype with our tutors. 
And then what the tutors also did, you could book one-to-one phone calls with them to discuss any questions. Because obviously if you're on Skype with a big group of people, you may not feel confident enough to unmute your mic and ask your questions. So you could book that time with them to have them one-to-one on the phone. I think my tutors regretted that because I had a good like hour on the phone to them like every week stressing about my assignment. But it was really helpful. I don't think you'd have been the only one. Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> And Hannah, what about yourself? Have you been straight into the wards or what's, what's been going on with you since lockdown? So we've still having our one day a week lectures. A lot of our academics has now finished, but there's still a few little bits that have got to be done before we go out on final placement. It's just like a normal day at uni. We do nine till six for our one day and they've tried to keep it as normal as possible. Obviously, there's been a few hiccups with technology and things like that, but they've always been sorted. We're able to get the support. We're having one-to-one. We're book on for appointments. We've still got access to the online resources. It's just a different way of doing things. I think it took everybody a little while to get used to being on camera, talking, talking to a screen. But I think it's just become the norm now. Everybody's just got used to it. Obviously, technology is wonderful when it works. That's it. I think there's going to be quite a few of these things that we picked up that I think are just going to remain. It's definitely going to be here for, for a while. We have handover. So if you're in the office, you have a physical handover. But if you're not, you can access the handover via MS Teams out and about. So I'm currently in the community on placement. We can access our handovers in the car or you're still getting access to those resources and those times for supervision and things like that. But it might not be in the traditional way of meeting with a mentor or whatever. You're just doing it via Skype or you're doing it via MS Teams. That's great that you still have that. And so you're not going without on that side. It's just in a different format. It's all, as most things are now, it's all been pushed online. What's it like, the relationship you have with your tutors compared to what you've been studying or taking part in before you joined the course then at Leeds Beckett? It's a lot different from what I remember it being at Sixth Form. You had more of a like a teacher student role in sixth form it's sort of more of a mentor relationship so you've got you can go to staff with anything if you're having a problem at home you're having a problem with your finances they know where to send you where to get the information you need do you understand that not every student's experience is the same so not everybody's got kids nobody's got at Leeds Beckett I've noticed that they really they'll change the amount of support you need regarding on your circumstances they are they're really good Even the ones that are really like high up in management, they've always got time to talk to you. If you're having a bad day or whatever, they'll say, oh, stay behind five minutes and just if you need to run, you've got the opportunity to run. Yeah, they're really good. That's great to know you get that kind of support. Maya, what about yourself? What was it like for, for you and the relationship you had with your lecturers? Well, in sixth form, and I'm not sure why sixth form teachers tell you this, but they always say when you go to university, you're going to be on your own and you don't get as much support. I found when I went to university, I got more support. You could go to your tutors without any problem and there's nothing they've never heard before. Like nothing phases them. So you could go to them with any issue. And like Hannah said, they do like, they'll change the support for what you need. So if they know that you've got something going on at home, they'll say, okay, well, we'll go through the assignments so I can help you more. Or you could apply for mitigation if if you need like extra time to do your deadlines. So I found that very helpful. And it's like in first year, our tutors would do stuff like they'd make us essay plans to like help us get the assignments right in first year. Because it's very hard to jump from sixth form to university. But they gave us a lot of support. So I found it quite easy. I was just so surprised how supportive they were. But I don't know if that's because sixth form is always saying on university, you're on your own. You have to learn how to study on your own. But you're not because they do really, really help you. And they make an effort to get to know you as well. 
even like the course director as is alan and he just i don't know how but he just knows everyone's name like the whole course he just knows everyone <laughs> and it's just it's really nice there's always more support universities some people give it credit for or aware that's going to be when they join you have a librarian associated with your course area you can actually book out individual time with them and they can take you through all the information within the library, all of the resources, all of the journals, and they can actually help you again because they know the assessments, they know what you're being asked of. And a lot of their work is done in conjunction with the course directors to make sure they can have the best support in there. So if you haven't seen those before, it's definitely worth getting in touch. So what have been the assessment methods that they've used on your course so far? How have you found them? And if you've needed support, has that been easy to access? We'll start off with Hannah. We've done things like presentations. So obviously you do the verbal presentations with had ones where you've literally just sent your slides in and you were marked based on those. We've had essays, we've had online exams. Um, well, we don't actually have any formal exams as is based through essays, presentations, reports, research proposals, your volunteering as well. You have to write a report on your volunteering so what you did what you learned from it and then it's marked all through them we don't actually have any formal written exams which I find great I love it because I just love that you've got the time to sit and do an essay and you could do it bit by bit throughout the year and then obviously when you need help with an essay you could just email your tutor and they'll come back to you and help you. One thing that I did do is you've got to have a certain number of hours a year with what they've now decided to call enrichment hours used to be self-source placement and I was able to go at Leeds Fest last year. I was able to have access to the festival but it was also working within the medical team um, and that was a really really good eye-opening experience. I really enjoyed that. Is there anything else you've done in the course where you've been out and about? I managed to work within supported living, working with individuals that have got learning difficulties to help them try and live a little bit more independently and I really really enjoyed that. What does the next year look like for you then? Okay, we'll start with Maya. Well, for the next year, it'll be my final year, so I'm going to be doing my dissertation. But then we need to do volunteering next year, so I'm hopefully going to do volunteering in a primary school. Because then after I graduate, I want to do a postgraduate in primary education, so I want to be able to get that experience. So that's my plan for the next year. Excellent. Have you got ideas of what you're going to be doing for your dissertation yet, or have you just started to, to, to research that? I'm just starting to research it now. I'm actually I'm planning to look at what I've done for other assignments and kind of see where my strong points are. And then I feel like that's going to help me get a good idea of what I'm going to do. Hannah, what about yourself? What's the next year got in store for you? Well, I actually qualify in January, so I've not actually got that long left. I've already got my job for once to qualify, so hopefully I should be doing that by the time January rolls around. I've currently got two assignments left to do, one including my dissertation, so that's where all my focus is at the minute, is trying to get my dissertation done. And what is it you're looking to focus on for your dissertation? Mindfulness and the effect on emotional burnout for nurses. Good luck with what you're doing within that area. 100% of students from these course areas in mental health nursing, adult nursing and childhood development and play work, they're all within work or further study within six months of graduation. So it's a testament to the amount of kind of vocational skill sets you get, the kind of placements, opportunities that they're given and the, the skill sets you're given really to not just do the academic side of the degree but to go this is how I'm going to apply it to my workplace. You've got a very busy year ahead of you but it's going to be incredible for the pair of you to be starting off again and say in a year's time to be starting off your careers and going into what you've wanted to do since you joined. So my last question for both of you then if you could give one piece of advice to the students who are beginning your course within that school what piece of advice would you want to give them? We'll start with Hannah. Probably know what you've signed up for. 
it's not an easy degree. The hours that are expected of you are hard. Just make sure you look after yourself as well. It's one of those degrees where you're going to be tired. Just support each other. You will make some of the best friends that you've ever had. You're able to talk to them about anything. But make sure you make time for your other friends as well that are not in the nursing profession. Even if it's one day a week or one day a fortnight, make sure that you say, right, I'm not doing anything nursing related that day. I always make sure that I take my, my kids out and leave my work at home. It just helps to give it a bit, bit of a breather because it can be full on and it can be tiring. You've got 100 things running around in your head. You've got assignments, you've got your placement paper that you've got to fill out. And it's it's very easy to get really, really run down and really emotionally involved in it. So it's best off to try and just switch off for the day. Even if it's just a couple of hours, just switch off. Excellent tip. And if you do have any worries when you are, so say a student's in their first year and they they may not know the layout of the school yet, they may not know uh, the campus as well. If they've got any worries at all, then what, what would be their first port of call? Where should they head to? Probably the first person you'd go to speak to is your personal tutor. You have practice support pretty much every week, which is a two hour block where you can speak to your personal tutor and your peers. So if you've got a practice related issue, you can speak there or you can always send them an email or a phone call and they'll try their best to get some time to speak to you. But all the staff are wonderful. All the lecturing staff are wonderful. If you're just having a bad day and just wanted somebody to talk to for five minutes, they're there. Excellent. Maya, what about yourself? You give one piece of advice to someone starting the course for their first day, what would it be? Just to probably throw yourself into it as much as you can because it goes so quickly because it's the first week and then the next thing you know it's Christmas so I'd definitely say just throw yourself into it and a really important one use quote unquote I wish I told myself that in first year and when they get to university they will realize use quote unquote what's quote unquote then it's basically this little book which is how to reference to the lead spec at Harvard style and it is the most important thing when it comes to your assignments because you can have a great essay but if your referencing isn't right you get marked down so I'd say follow quote unquote they'll probably get that in the first week of uni as well excellent okay then is there anything else that either of you would want to add into this probably just to communicate with the tutors because in first year you feel quite nervous but if you just tell that to your tutors they will understand and they'll be able to help you and say if you get one of your first marks back and you don't really understand how do so great or something like that, just go and make a meeting with them and they'll happily sit there and run through it all for you. Just say just communicate with your tutors. That's the best advice I think I could give. I've enjoyed this one more because I've got more involved. I got more involved in I'm a course rep. I'm also a course ambassador. And I've really enjoyed like meeting new people, getting involved in projects, rewriting courses, interviewing potential students interview potential staff I've been able to get involved in things related to the uni rather than going to uni doing my work coming home but I've got involved and I've got to meet a, a lot of other people as well from other courses and I've made some friends from not just nursing courses either I've made friends from like social work and things like that it's very easy for you to keep yourself to yourself if that's what you want to do but if you give that opportunity if you give that a bit more time to get involved or if you join any of the additional club societies it's very easy to make friends outside of your your initial course uh, subject area so as you say you, you really do get out what you put in when you spend that extra time in university and, and put as much in as you can 
Well, thank you so much for both of you. Uh, it's been great to talk to you both. It's been really informative for, for your course areas. Thank, thank you. you very much for, for joining me. And good luck, uh, obviously, Maya, good luck with next year. Hope you get the placement sorted and all. Thank uh, you. And, and Hannah, good luck with your graduation. I, I hope you have a great career and hope you enjoy yourself. All right. Thank you very much. Take thank care. You. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Be Beckett Ready. We do hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you would like to find out more, including upcoming dates for our open days, please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description.